Writer's Advice is a point of connection, a dose of inspiration, and an insight into the creative process of the babes behind the books. I'm your host, Olivia Hillier. Each week, I'll be interviewing authors from around the globe on their creative process and how they got to where they are today and what it's really like inside the industry of publishing. So listen in, take notes, and I hope you walk away inspired, ready to take on the next level of your writing wherever you are in your journey. Hello, everyone. I hope that you are having the most fabulous day or night wherever you are listening to this episode. I have another little solo episode for you today because I have some amazing, exciting announcements that I cannot wait to share with you. And then I also want to dive into a little bit of a topic and pass on a little bit of my writing advice. And if you've clicked on this, then you know exactly what the title is, so you know what it's about. But we will get into that very, very soon. Firstly, I want to... um, Thank Booksprat for sponsoring this podcast. They have been our major sponsor for um, most of this year. And I absolutely love Booksprat because they've also helped me with all my publishing needs and getting my ARC readers um, together and sharing my work with the world and with the right people who absolutely love the genres that I write before um, they're out into the world so that you can get those advanced reviews. So if you are looking at self-publishing or if you're a publisher who is looking for a platform like this, then I highly recommend Booksprout. You can just go to booksprout.com.au and there's a million different plans that you can choose from for them and they will create one for you and it really helps um, build that initial readership and get that initial feedback when you are working on something. And also, if you're a reader, you can join them for free uh, and read as many books as you want that are up there for free and save them to your Kindle. So thank you, Booksprout. Thank you, Booksprout, for once again being this sponsor and talking about Booksprout as what you have probably already seen once again from the title of this podcast. I am so excited because my the first book of my brand new series, another one, I know, what is going on? What is going on, guys? A lot's going on, which I'm about, obviously, but um, The Dark Side Chronicles, book one, Black Blood is here, and guys, I'm... I'm I mean I'm obviously I feel like any artist should be proud of all their work and I'm so proud of all the work that um I have produced and put out to the world over the past couple of years but I'm so proud of this because it is something so incredibly different um and <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. I guess it's brought out a side of me that is just it's a creative side that you don't even realize that might even be there until you actually give it space to come through, which is a lot of what this episode is about. But firstly, Black Blood is the first of the Dark Side Chronicles. Um, If you are listening to this just in audio and you haven't seen the video on my Instagram, then you need to just like search Amazon right now or search Olivia Hillier Black Blood just so you can see the cover because I'm obsessed with the cover of this book. This is the first of five, and this is a dark fantasy. This is a dark sci-fi fantasy, and I think the the reason that I've called it something different than I've ever explained before is the fact that it is, I guess it's darker than anything I've wrote before, and it's it's taken me to places that 
I wanted to go like the depth of things that I wanted to go, but also to tell a story in a super fun out there, out of worldly way. It is still a very um, Olivia way of writing things. And it is, it hits that fantasy genre. It hits the outer worldly genre. It definitely has those um, deep sci-fi elements more than um, my star seed series that you have seen, but um Honestly, guys, I love it. So this is also a very big in romance. So if you are a lover of all things mysterious, all things fantasy, all things fantasy romance, if you love a love triangle, if you love Jennifer L. Armentrout, if you love Sc- Scarlet Sinclair, if, you were, if you're a Sarah J. Maas fan, then this is for you. Although I will warn you, this is a creature, these are creatures that you may have not heard about before because they're completely new. I completely made them up. These aren't fae. These aren't vampires. Um, This is a whole new world, which I have absolutely loved exploring. And it is dark and it explores a lot of aspects. It explores um, essentially bullying and the way that things happen to us and when someone takes things too far with us um how far that can turn us dark as well and there are so many layers to that that I have put into this fantasy style book it is about dark desires deceit lies poison um and the blood that runs deep behind all of that so um yeah I highly recommend checking this out. It's on Kindle, Kindle Unlimited and Amazon. And I will be sharing more about this and more about these whole series um, in the coming weeks. But Black Blood is here. So if that genre excites your spirit, if you want to go and go to Amazon now and read a little bit more about the blurb, then I highly recommend that you um, jump into that. It is about Liam. So Liam is a protagonist me, of the dark side series or well most most of the dark side series and um he finds himself after something significantly bad happens to him he finds himself in a teenage rehab camp but that camp isn't all it seems it is run by um a very unordinary enigmatic young woman who's in charge um who provokes an unexpected connection with Liam, who is no mere mortal. She's a mysterious being and her veins course with black blood. She's here to transform troubled teens into her kind using her dark essence as a catalyst. And Liam is the one that she wants most. And this is the premise of black blood that is out everywhere now. And with the new release of Black Blood, I wanted to dive into um, something that I've had a lot of questions about, and it is about how I've been producing so much this year, and it is also about the idea of writer's block. So, firstly, how much have I, how have I pre- been producing so much this year? I'm only going to half answer this question because the truth is I haven't wrote all these books this year, although this year has been insane insanely productive and I have had a couple of those years that have been insanely productive I've just been in I guess the hustle mode of my life and the hustle time of my life and that is just um probably what I expect myself to be in a cup you know for a couple more years then I would I to be honest I want a holiday (laughs) and I do want to slow things down for a little bit but that is really um there's big things that I want to achieve here. There's big things that I want to achieve with these podcasts. There's big things that I want to achieve with my writing. And mostly I just feel in this 
deep creative flow and my tap is just going and I can't turn it off and when it is here I just need to flow with it and I just need to enjoy it and it honestly it is one of the biggest joys of my life right now and I'm so glad and so excited that I'm here I'm so glad that there is a new book that I can share with you guys but with all that um there are times where any artist of any kind is going to feel stuck and so you know, a lot of the things that I'm talking about is probably things that you've heard from a lot of the other authors that I have interviewed on this podcast. But these are my kind of ways of dealing with things when you're feeling stuck or a or what you would call writer's block. Now, I want to first off reframe writer's block because I actually don't think that writer's block is a thing. I don't think writer's blocks exist. And I, I don't even want to give it a name because you are the writer. <laughs> and if you're not feeling your creative tap flowing and coming out of you, then, you know, there's there's a blockage in the vehicle. And let's be honest, we all have a little bit of those moments. And sometimes it's just because we need a break. And I don't think that should be shamed. I don't think we should be all constantly forcing ourselves to do things when, you know, you've just got a, a moment of a blockage and really that blockage might just be rest. It could be as simple as that. But if you're um, if this is something that you're finding ongoingly, then it's about getting to the root of that block and finding what is going on. So I have a couple of tips to make sure that we're all moving past that blockage and getting the most out of our writing and, and allowing ourselves to create the stories that we have been born to write. So number one, if you are experiencing writer's block right now and you are listening into this podcast, you're like, oh my God, Olivia, help me out right now. I have a number one question for you. Do you feel like you have writer's block or is it just procrastination? <laughs> because I mean, I'm sure we've all been there at some point. And why, if, if you're like, if that kind of question just stabbed you a little bit and you think there might be some truth to it, why are you experiencing that procrastination what is it for you that um you feel like that is coming up for you because both of those things are really just an avoidance of something and it's an avoidance of something that's within us and I think that a gateway to deep creativity is honestly deep self-awareness and so really if there's a blockage in the vehicle or the pen which is you then you know, we need to get a, our, ourselves self-aware to what that exactly is. And to be honest, it might be procrastination. And if it is procrastination, there's still a blockage in the way that's making you procrastinate. It could be a limiting belief that making it like you could just be in a spiral of negative thoughts right now. Like, oh my God, I'm getting down on myself. And oh my God, I'm not good enough. And oh my God, this, 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 and that, that, you know, you're feeling yourself with before you've even allowed whatever you're creating to impact the depths of could of someone else and so I think that deep self-awareness is something that is like I mean there's so many things to this that you can do that will assist in letting the creativity flow and moving past that I'm a big journaler if you're a writer I feel like journaling is number one I a lot of these um things that I'm saying is not new I highly recommend The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron if you're really feeling like you're moving through a big block and you want to um, feel that creative tap flow she talks about morning pages which once again I have spoken about so uh, with so many 
authors on this podcast, but Morning Pages is literally just a dump of words. Your journal is a dump of words and it is literally just whatever is going on in your life and getting it out there and just getting it out so it is out of your mind so that you can let your creative mind flow and let yourself get into that brain state. It is getting life out so that you can input creativity in or input all the things that are inspiring you in. You need to take all the, like, get rid of all the rubbish that's floating around in your head right now so that you can absorb. It's like a sponge, right? We want to wring ourselves out and get rid of all the crap that is blocking us up so then we can be fluffy and reabsorb all the goodness that we really, really want to reabsorb. And that is what creativity is it's like that simple absorb and release absorb and release and absorb and release so if there are just certain little like it could be something so tiny that's like someone's annoyed you or this is going on or you know you've got a major stress in your life and all of those things can really block our creativity it's letting that out journaling isn't going to be the main thing if you've got something major going on in your life I'm not going to say that journaling is going to fix it but it's let it's it's a release of something, right? It's a release of something to get it out there so that you have more space to take in the energy as a vehicle to creativity. And I hope that makes sense. So I really recommend um, journaling alongside that is meditation. I know that some people can be a bit like, oh, I can't meditate, blah, blah, blah. Even just like a guided meditation or listening to some binaural beats is something that really can assist with creativity and help put you into that um, almost close to a theta brain state, which is amazing when you're in flow. I think listening, I used to listen to binaural beats all the time when I was writing um, and it just firstly switched out whatever was going on in my house and put me in the zone of me and my, in my keyboard and my laptop as well. Um, so that's another couple of things. Self-hypnosis is amazing. Oh my God, I am obsessed with self-hypnosis and it's taken me, I mean, it's not something you're going to learn overnight, but once again, it's something guided that you can get and listen to when it takes you into more of an in-depth meditation-like state, but you're going through a journey with it. And once again, all you need to do is like search for um, like guided self-hypnosis on YouTube put it in your ears before you go to bed and you and you would be surprised if just like it's like a beautiful daydream that you get to have I like it before bed because then I feel like it fuels my dreams as well which is also another great thing that I find for creativity is like having a great who doesn't love a great dream when you're trying to write stories I feel like a lot of ideas can come from that so highly recommend um playing around with that that is something that I have done for years I don't do it every night but I would say that I'm like a consistent four times a week person because I crave it now and it puts me into this state of like of flow of flow which is once again exactly what creative energy is we need to keep things flowing and keep things fluid and keep things moving so that it doesn't um create blocked doesn't get blocked and get it um and become stagnant date yourself once again, not a brand new idea. This is also in um, Julia Cameron's book, The Artist's Way. But literally, if you're just feeling blocked, if you're like, oh, I'm, maybe you're just like really struggling to come up with an idea. Maybe it's not writer's book. You're just like far out. Like I've, I've had all these ideas flowing and now like all of a sudden I feel blocked or I don't know where to go with this next. I say just get out of your life. And I mean that in the best way ever. It could be something super simple as like, 
go and take yourself somewhere that you usually wouldn't or go and take yourself somewhere that you love. Go and take yourself out for a brunch. Go and take yourself to anything. It could be literally anything. Go and take yourself to the park. Go and take your dog for a walk or go and take yourself um, to the beach because nature, nature is a huge one as, as well. When I want to be like, okay, I want a day to myself, I will drive myself so far to the beach to make sure that I have the day there. And usually I always take my laptop because I know I'm going to take one, a long drive will get me, um, feeling creative because I'm by myself and I'm obsessed with just like the feeling of freedom and great music and an open highway. But also once I'm there, I'm in nature for a little bit and I am ready to write. So I cheat by actually taking my laptop to nature. But anyway, that is another great idea. Date yourself, take yourself to nature. It could be anything. Um, with that, is I feel like taking yourself out of your own life is a really great idea to just genuinely get ideas. Go and say yes to something that you would go and say that you would usually say no to. If you have some friends like that are into something that you're not usually into, or maybe you've been asked out on a date and you're like, oh my God, I would not go and do whatever that activity was, go and do it. Because like, what have you got to lose? You're putting yourself in a what if scenario. And really for writers, we are constantly creating what if scenarios. So we need to start creating some of those what if scenarios in our lives. You know, we need to kind of live certain emotions and experiences to be able to recreate them. And, and that's in any genre that you write. I write fantasy and you still need to put those, those what if experiences of like normal day comes out in a fantasy as well, you know? So I really feel like go and say yes to something that you would usually say no to. And you know what? You may absolutely hate it, but I bet you there'll be something out of it. Like even you hating something and going and doing something different is you getting out of your own head is you not sitting there and like trying to force something out of you that might not, might not be coming out of you. It's, it's literally just shaking things up. And I feel like you have to, to do that for, for creating new creative experiences. Um, with all that people watching is amazing. Literally just going for a walk, like going for a walk, grabbing a coffee. Don't put your head in your phone. Stand and wait for your coffee while you're watching people. And you would be surprised, not like a freak, but like, I mean, I'm sure if anyone runs into me now, they're like, oh my God, see me people watching every morning at the coffee shop. But <laughs> but the amount of times these days where we're literally just walking from A to B and I watch people with their heads in their phones, and obviously I'm extremely guilty of it as well, is is scary because and uh, for many reasons but for you to be able to give yourself a moment and just look at the world around you and observe the world around you rather than being in your phone I swear you would be surprised the more you do that how more creative you are going to feel with that this is something else I've done recently and obviously it's different if you work on social media and I do post a lot on social media as well but I have now deleted my apps from my phone. I will only download them when I need to post, which is now usually just about um, a new book release or um, the podcast. And other than that, I don't have them on my phone so that I don't have the chance to sit and scroll and mindlessly because I feel so much more in the world. I feel like when your brain is more freed up, it also, it's just like that sponge again, right? You're able to absorb 
more of the things that you're meant to and and it's another way of of bringing more creativity in like it, it really is getting in the world more is something almost rare in our experience these days and I feel like that is another thing to really um, assist with what um, you could be seeing as um, a block Uh, another thing is here we go here we go me in the self-care world when I say self-care okay so I used to do this self-care for me would be like okay say I'm feeling a bit run down I'm feeling a bit tired you know I've hustling and got so much on because even when you're creative right it's it's an exhausting experience even though you're just sitting there in front of your computer you are in a brain state that is taking up all of you you have a a, an idea flowing through you um you need to take those moments to rest to be able to keep that flowing so you don't burn out and get blocked essentially (laughs) um things for me is I loved I I love acupuncture I haven't been in ages but I did love acupuncture and now I'm obsessed with float tanks so if I'm like, re- I will take myself to a float tank, there's definitely something creative or something that assists me with creativity with um, sensory deprivation. And it is exactly that. You are floating in magnesium, which is just the ultimate for me. Magnesium is my life giver. And you are just floating. You are just floating like in darkness. And you would be surprised <laughs> like how much how much goodness can come through with you in that and yeah I I love it and you know what when you're in those experiences don't expect anything to come through in those particular times don't expect the creativity after you do go and do any of these things don't like sit and be like oh my god now this idea is going to come through me and I'm so excited just let it just let it because it's probably not actually going to come through you at the time that you're doing any of these experiences. It's going to come through later and it's going to come through um, doing the most monotonous thing that you just don't expect it to, if that makes sense. And I have a very special guest on next week's podcast who explains that with so much more science and wisdom um, than I (laughs) just have um, about our brain cells and why it does that. So I am very excited to share that with you. But um, yeah, don't expect anything to just magically come through you because you're taking the time to do it. It's about forgetting about the thing and going and enjoying and being in your life and taking yourself away from it. And you'll be surprised when the next moment or the next aha moment comes through for you. Um, music it has always been my number one. When people are like, oh my gosh, how did you come up with the idea for that um, thing or that book? For instance, Black Blood um, was came through with me from music. Uh, the Shadow and Shifter series came through from me and music and the Social Games trilogy came through from me from um, a quote. So, yeah, I think I, w- I was on a walk. So a walk in music is huge when my ideas come through. I just know it's like my creative outlet. If I'm moving, um, if I'm in movement, exercise is huge huge for me for any ideas and I just feel clear I feel great um I was walking listening to 
Terraform by Novo Amor when the whole star seed um, idea started to form within me and I started to write notes and I started to like really bring the Shadow and Shifter series for life. And I was like toying with the idea, toying with the idea, toying with the idea, but not getting 100% clear. And then one moment, uh, one morning I was on a run through a park and a song that I had never heard in my life, which was Heavenly Side by Elenium came on. And it was like all the ideas and everything that I had been um, cultivating came through in me at once. And I saw the whole series like a um, movie trailer in my mind while I ran through this park listening to that whole song. And I was just like itching by the time I came home from that run because I needed to write and I needed to get it out there and I will never forget that experience. Uh, Black Blood came in a very similar way and I was on a walk one day and I was, I once again, I, I'm i a Machine Gun Kelly fan and I randomly, a song came on that I hadn't heard of his, uh, well, it's actually a remake of the original. I don't actually know who sings the original, but I think it's called A Girl Like You Before. And that came on and I was like, he just has the perfect voice for that song. And then I started to see the story of Black Blood come through. Not the story, but I think the characters were coming through to me. And then I played it again and again. And then another one of his songs, Sita Nancy, played. And I was like, oh, God, I've got this story. And that um, that is what created Black Blood, book one at least, of that um, trilogy. And then... I think I just kept building on this playlist that I have that I'm sharing with everyone. Everyone can go on Spotify and search for Olivia Hillier um, and the Dark Side, the, I think it's called the Dark Side Chronicles playlist. Um, they are all the songs that I just listen to on repeat to create this story. Literally, I would go for a walk every night. If I'd had a long day at work, I'd go for a walk, put this playlist in my ear and I would always be able to do some words on it after work as soon as I did that. And I feel like having those little things that you know work for you, movement and music is everything to me. Um, and that is really my formula. And if you play around with these little things, if you're feeling blocked and you know exactly what you need and the more self-awareness that you build throughout these while, um, you know, creating your creative routine, then you know, it's all it, the whole idea of blocked isn't going to even be an issue for you anymore because you're going to notice this, notice it as soon as what it comes up, and you're going to notice why it's there. Because maybe you haven't gone for a walk in the music for a while, maybe you haven't gone and taken yourself somewhere different, maybe your head's been buried in your phone for the past couple of days, and that's really what's going to um to help pull you out of it. Another one, um, and I think yeah, I think this is the last one that I have on my list which is pretty obvious movies and books, but I'll be honest. When I first started diving into writing, I stopped reading and I was never really a movie person. I've never really been a movie person until probably recently. And I stopped all this because I was like, oh, I don't want to put anyone's stories in my head and I want to be an original thinker and blah, 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 blah. And I do believe that when there's when you're cultivating, there are some certain times that you don't want to input other ideas. Like if you're, but once again, once you get used to your own self awareness, you're gonna know when that is. Like 
when an idea is coming through to me, I don't want to read for a while. At least I don't want to read in the genre that I'm writing. Um, and I don't want to watch movies. But then once I'm clear on that idea and I'm in the process of writing, I'm all for it. I'm like, hell yeah, I want to watch a movie. Or like I actually want to, to be honest, I watch more movies now when I'm in creative something because I want to see more visuals of things rather than like seeing the way it's been written. Um, Because it's not going to be a direct genre essentially when it's in a different storytelling mode. But I like doing that. I like seeing things. and. playing around with my idea a little bit that way as well so yes that is all my tips um if you're suffering with writer's block right now and you go and do one of those things please reach out to me please tell me that you're on a walk listening to music right now and you're feeling inspired um or that you've gone and taken yourself on a date or heck maybe for the week you download you deleted social media through your phone then if you did you can contact me the week after on social media <laughs> or you can actually send, if you're listening to this on Spotify, you can send me a message directly on the Spotify as well um, and tell me that you've done that and that your creativity is flowing again. I hope so. Any other questions when it comes to cultivating ideas, getting rid of writer's block, things that like um, come to or anything you want to share of how your ideas came for you. I absolutely love this concept um, so much. And I, to be honest, it's one of my, favorite questions to ask on the um writer's advice podcast of how how people's ideas did come to them so yes once again thank you for listening in um you can find me at olivia hillier author on any social media you can send me um a little message through if you're listening on spotify or a five-star review on apple if you absolutely love this podcast um and you can also join the writer's advice podcast community on Facebook I would love to have you there so please join us all the info is in the show notes that's a little um another little episode for me anything else you want to hear or any other questions that you have I'm creating these around common questions that keep coming through um so anything that you have please send it through they all mean the world to me any feedback that you have it all means the world to me and yes I'm excited for next week's episode until then guys thanks for listening I love you all Go and create. Big love.